0: Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacey Borjo and Tim Johnson.
1: Everybody, my name is Tim Johnson, and this is
2: Stacy Borjo.
1: Hi, Stacy. <laughs> how you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you? Doing all right.
1: So, what you been up to?
2: Causing trouble like usual. <laughs> I mean, if you want to know, I jumped out of a plane on Saturday. The video's out on Facebook. You did? <laughs> I did. I went skydiving. I did not see that. Oh, that's so cool. This is my second time.
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like yeah, reasons. I hear that all the time. It's yeah. amazing. Wow. There was some guy who celebrated his 6,000th jump this weekend. I was like, wow.
1: That's wow. a lot.
2: That just shows you how safe it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: But you've done the the hover thing where you skydive?
2: Oh, the ice fly. I, I fly. fly. Yeah, the simulator. You
1: skydive in a little tube, basically.
2: Uh, you're more like just floating on air. Yeah, well, that's a, that's more, more my It's a state. lot safer.
1: <laughs> awesome. So we are in the neighborhood. Uh, we are a now non-for-profit or aiming that's for a right. non-for-profit. Um, trying to um, build uh, or get people inspired to mm-hmm. volunteer and be a part of our community.
2: That's right. Connecting people with their volunteering vision.
1: Awesome. And today we have uh Ryan Lucerne or uh, and Rebecca Christensen of Casa yes, hello, welcome,
0: thank you thank you. what is Casa well Casa uh let me ask you this do you know what Casa stands for
1: uh court appointed
0: something
2: special advocate for there we children. go
0: <laughs>
1: Stacy was a Casa
0: person <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right, so Casa. quarter point special advocates essentially were court monitors for kids involved with the juvenile abuse and neglect court system Mm -hmm. our volunteers uh, are members of the community who we recruit and train uh, and then we supervise them uh, when they're assigned to a case involving a child involved with the foster care system and the court system. Mm -hmm.
2: Because there's how many kids in the court systems right now? Oh, I
0: think the last number that we had is somewhere near uh, 1,100, I believe 1,097 kids in just Peoria County.
2: That's what I was just going to clarify too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 1,100 in Peoria County alone.
1: Being an advocate is the main heart of it, right? That's right, yeah.
0: Yeah. So our volunteers, they go through a pretty comprehensive training. It's a 30-hour training. Uh, It's a national curriculum developed by National CASA and it will teach you everything you need to know or at least the foundation for uh, you know, things involving the juvenile uh, court system, um, you know, interpersonal communication. We try to teach our volunteers to, to be uh, trauma informed. Um, we touch on topics like resiliency and child development. So it's a pretty uh, intense training that uh, they go through, it's over a two week period. Um, but once they complete that training, they go through um, a swearing-in ceremony where they're sworn in uh, by the juvenile judge in whatever jurisdiction as an officer of the courts with all the rights and privileges to work on a uh, abuse-neglect case. Mm-hmm. So.
2: That's a lot. So, how many um, cases does one volunteer typically have at a time?
0: Well, that's the great thing about CASA. Um, if you know anything about uh, the child welfare system, uh, social work agencies, caseworkers, uh, a caseworker may have, uh, you know, 12 families that they're working with, you know, and trying to go to their homes, interview um, the parents, meet with the children. That's that's quite a lot. Uh, the beauty of CASA is that our volunteers are only assigned to one. Child or one sibling group, you know, two if they're comfortable handling that. But we go no more than two uh, families. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So what? Um, once do you guys have some training coming up then? That's
0: we do. Uh, our training uh, we typically have them quarterly, mm-hmm. and the next one we have coming up is in Peoria at the Advanced Medical Transport, and I believe it starts October thirteenth. Okay. Um, it'll be again over that two-week period, and we try to schedule it, you know, for people who are still working full-time or Mm -hmm. teachers and uh, you know our volunteers come from all walks of life Mm -hmm. Uh, doctors uh, other medical professionals teachers engineers from caterpillar uh, retirees so we've got a pretty good mix in our volunteer base yeah
1: so why do these kids need advocates
0: well um, the child welfare system can be tricky sometimes Um, you know and if you think about the the child the children that we work with uh, it's a pretty traumatic experience. Think about being you know removed from your home in the middle of the night with uh, nothing what we like to call a garbage bag suitcase with a toy some clothes. Uh, you're taken to a stranger's home with people who you don't know and that are now taking care of you. So the whole experience of uh, being involved with foster care that can be uh, you know traumatizing the child and research shows that that leads to problems later on in life when they go into adulthood. So uh there's definitely a need for um you know uh, getting these kids uh to a safe and permanent home as quickly as possible you know to have that one loving consistent family and that's where casa can help facilitate that um the court system um you know i I will say there are people involved with it who uh, have a great heart you know for what they do they care deeply but sometimes things can take a while the process uh, does not happen overnight so when you have a child who's removed from their home uh, for such a long period of time, not knowing what their future may hold, um, you know, our, our program seeks to, to stabilize them quickly. We collaborate with uh, DCFS, uh, private agencies. We work with the courts primarily. That's sort of our wheelhouse is uh, writing court reports, uh, attending courts, um, you know, so that the decision makers in the courtroom, the judge, the attorneys, they have the best possible information to make these important decisions uh, in the child's life.
3: And I might add that oftentimes a, c- a child, in most cases, a child might go through four or five different caseworkers in the life of their case. Sometimes the judges change every year, so we aim to be a con- the voice of continuity for the child as well. So we ask our volunteers to commit to at least a two-year um, service to the child so that we can be the one voice of continuity for the child as well. Mm-hmm. So
1: do you need to know law or anything like that to be
0: no we teach you all that uh, in our in our training so um, and like I said that training is just the foundation um, like Becky had mentioned that two years you'll learn a lot in that experience um, not only will you learn a lot about uh, the system and how things work is that you you'll develop a relationship uh, with these kids and, and with with these families that we work with so uh, being that consistent uh, person in their life uh, first of all, you know, uh, there's research out th- out there that will tell you um, for a child when they can have at least one uh, consistent caring adult in their life that can lead to success later on. Um, but having a CASA consistent when they're involved with the foster care system, you know, our court reports we have information in there that sometimes, you know, uh, we're the only people who will have that information just because we have that rapport. We have that relationship. We have that, uh, narrative of the family of the child. So that's why, uh, you know, our reports are, are, are pretty important to the court. Uh, as something unique about our report too, is that in the, um, in what we submit, there's a little section at the bottom that says child's wishes. And for me and, uh, you know, I, some of our volunteers will tell you that's a pretty powerful section because in that section we if if it's appropriate you now if a child says uh, oh, i want a, i want a unicorn for christmas we're not going to put that in there but you know if they say i want to go home to my mom or dad or you know i don't want to go home to my parents because uh, i feel safe we'll put that in there verbatim or try to paraphrase that as best as possible mm-hmm. in you know if it's in their best interest so.
3: And, and also as far as your question about if you need to have any legal knowledge, uh, we, don't, we, we train you and then we don't leave you hanging. We also assign you with an advocate supervisor and that advocate supervisor is there to help you throughout the life of your case or if you can't make a visit they can go for you or if you are um, intimidated by some place that you need to go, they're welcome, to, you know, they will go with you. So we don't just leave an advocate hanging. You learn as you go but you have training and ongoing support as well. I am an advocate. I've been an advocate for almost three years. Mm-hmm. I've had one case closed, and I have two that are currently open, and um, one that I think will close very soon, and one that's a little a little more complicated.
1: Mm-hmm. So, why did you?
3: Uh, my my reasons were pretty basic. Uh, my daughter was in a sorority at Il- University of Illinois and this was their sorority philanthropy mm-hmm. and she got married and my son went away to college and I went through the usual empty nested stuff and she was home and there was an article in the Journal Star and she said mom this is really what you need to do this is what I've been telling you about and so I did and um, I haven't looked back it's been pretty life-changing for me. For me it gave me a, a sense of purpose once I was that old woman empty nester again <laughs> uh, not again but for the first time so, so it's give us great. an
2: example of what it, what a volunteer would have to do like with a case like like how that works sure
0: um, well once they get sworn in as an officer of the court mm-hmm. uh, you know right now we've got cases that are unassigned waiting for volunteers okay. so once they take on a case, they accept, uh, you know, the, we tell them the basics, like this is, uh, you know, three siblings involved, uh, they're placed here. Um, you know, once they're uh, okay with that information that we provide, then they get signed on to the case. There's an order written um, appointing them to the case, which is signed by the judge, um, and they'll meet with their supervisor to get briefed on all the details of the case, um, and once from that point on, they'll go to a foster home visit um, to first meet with the child. And from there, you know, uh, we, we tell our volunteers, you know, you, you get in, or excuse me, you uh, get out what you put in. Um, so it's on their schedule how, how often they want to visit with the family, uh, in what context they want to visit with the child. We, you know, tell them to go to the school, you know, um, have lunch with them at, at school. Um, we only ask that they make one face-to-face visit per month um, for a total of five activity hours. Now, that activity is the face-to-face visit, it's taking notes, it's driving to the visit, it's talking with uh, CASA staff, so that five hours, you know, you can come up with that pretty easily. Um, and, you know, that once-a-month visit, that's, that's not too hard either. We have volunteers who, uh, you know, go weekly, um, sometimes multiple times a week. To meet with these kids, and that's that's really great, tremendous. Mm -hmm.
2: Because depending on the child, more often than not, kids want to go home, right? Yes, to their mom and dad. And every
3: case is unique, and I think you'll find that um, once you get into it, you find out what works for you and for the child and for the families. Mm -hmm. When to visit, how often to visit. Mm -hmm.
2: So those court reports so those take a long time. I'm sure that's one of fear factor that some people have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so those court reports, those are uh, written in preparation for six month uh, permanency review hearings that we also attend. Um, so it's a six month reporting period which includes you know all your information. So yeah, that that does take a, a good amount of time. To you know uh, include all of that information that you've accumulated in that time frame
3: we do try to make it as simple as possible. We have some data tracking uh, software that allows the advocate to input their information right away, mm-hmm. um, keep track of it they don't have to do anything special to keep track of it and then to print it out and consolidate it into the report so it's, it's not it's as difficult as you make it if you're a procrastinator it's going to yeah. be pretty tough <laughs> but um, you try not to be so. it's really just
2: like journaling is yeah, what I yes. remember so as long as you can journal and take yes. good notes you're all you're doing is stating facts so it's, exactly you don't have to be a court reporter no, exactly. <laughs> exactly, it wasn't complicated no it's not it's pretty simple actually mm-hmm. it's just sitting down and, and making a journal of all that you did exactly
0: so, uh, so,
1: so how, how are funds taken care of? How do you guys raise um, funds, those types of things?
0: Well, uh, a lot of our funds come through uh, grants that we receive, um, but a big chunk of our money comes from um, a special events that we have. We have um, our four core ones uh, every year, our biggest one being Casablanca, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Local Stars, and that's a that's an awesome event. I've been to the last two. Um, this last one in 2017, we had, uh, around 800 attendees, um, and we raised, uh, I think a little over $300,000. Wow. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The community is generous. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: yeah. We also do the hole in one and, uh, um, a hole in one tournament that's yeah. coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, in
0: one golf tournaments. Casa Caballos. Um, yeah. Tailgating at a polo match at the Weaver Angus Farms, um,
3: and we're doing a new one next spring called Sip, Saver and Smoke. Yes. I, I can't really tell you the details because I don't know them. It's
0: for our, <laughs> it's for our whiskey and cigar aficionados. Yeah, there you
3: go. So.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Where can they find
0: more information on this? Well, they can go to our uh, Facebook page. We're pretty active uh, on our Facebook page. Um, our website, uh, Casapioria.org. you can uh, find out information there. Um, you know, if you just Google Casa, give us a phone call, uh, ask for Ryan or Becky. Uh, you know, we can we can talk to you about, you know, whatever you want, and about becoming a, a volunteer, about um, donating, about attending one of our special events, uh, you name it.
3: So. Or volunteer opportunities. If you don't want to be a casa, there's other yeah. opportunities to help with the fundraisers or in the office or mm-hmm. all kinds of things.
2: Yeah, because you guys are mostly run by volunteers, right?
3: we are uh, it was originally CASA was started by Pam Perillis, who's our executive director as a one-woman operation but she's now grown it to 13 employees 11 full-time yeah. and two part-time wow so the rest are volunteers yeah
0: yes. we're still a pretty small operation but uh, like you said our volunteers they're uh they're it's a pretty strong base i think we have something like we have
3: 142 advocates currently active wow.
0: volunteers wow. yeah nice working job. in the community right. And That's we
3: are cool. actively looking for more, actively recruiting more. So. Yeah. And our next training, if I could mention, is in October. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Saturday is October 13th, and we'd love to get people going in that.
2: Mm-hmm. And how long is that training? Is It's over weeks? a period of two weeks, okay. two
3: Saturdays, and five evenings from 530
1: to 9. Okay. Not too complicated. No. <laughs> it's not like you have to jump out of a plane or something. No. <laughs> I think you should try it. Uh, both of them (laughs) you'd have to push me out of the plane I'm telling you uh no it's it's good Uh, we've talked before um, For my family history of being um, having foster kids and Mm -hmm. I've seen that side of it and how detrimental uh, how scary that those times can be and having at least somebody in your life that's consistent or in their life that's consistent is pretty pretty impactful mm-hmm. uh, you've got to see see that in their lives too right yes.
3: yeah you, and you get kind of close to the kids if you choose to I mean I think sometimes people are afraid of the emotional aspect of this and it I, I won't I'm not gonna say that it's an easy thing but it's it's a very rewarding mm-hmm. opportunity and it's a great way to to be a part of somebody's life that you wouldn't ordinarily know yeah
1: be a voice for the kids yes mm-hmm. absolutely that's really cool well, thanks so much. Uh, we're here with Ryan Lacerna and Rebecca Christensen of CASA, court appointed special advocate. You got yes. it. Oh, Absolutely. Awesome. Good job. <laughs> I'm not very good at those. But, um, you can find us on uh, peorialife.com. You can find us on Peoria TV, which is uh, channel 7 or 17 on I3 Broadband. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook uh, at Peoria Life or in the neighborhood uh, and on WPEO Radio. So thanks so much for listening today, and uh, thank you guys so much for being a part today.
3: Thanks for having us. Thank you.
1: Before we go, what is the best website for people to find more information about
0: you? It's uh, CasaPeoria.org, or they can go to our Facebook page which is also Casa Peoria County.
1: Great thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. we
4: don't want to grow <laughs> oh, we just want to be young. Cause we don't wanna grow up